man, I, I grew up starting out doing music in rooms like this, dude. So it's it just in feels homes? nostalgic. Yeah, dude, it just feels nostalgic being in this. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite. Oh, hold on, we got to do the. But it's not go. beer. <laughs> there <laughs> it's we go. Sprite. <laughs> and today we're talking to Dakota. Is it Winders? Yeah, Winders. Okay, yeah. Dakota Winders, and maybe somewhat Aaron. What's your last name, bud? I'm uh, Eric Franklin. Eric, Eric Franklin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's Is okay. it Ab? It's Abamel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Because I always feel like I'm fucking it up. Man, it, it's the crazy thing because people always say like winders and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, it's how a redneck would say windows. So yeah, winders, yeah. winders. And then, <laughs> dude, I've heard everything from a by mail to uh, a B mole to it, it, I don't get offended. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's Abamel. Abamel. Okay, so I'm not saying it wrong. No, 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 you're right. Okay, you're cool. absolutely right. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for the shirt too. I want to yeah, shout that out. Right. I'm going to be wearing that for the. I actually have another podcast today. Okay. Which is going to come out on Thursday. It's a special okay. episode, but this one is going to be the main episode. But also, my last two guests for the first year, man. Oh, shit. Okay. That's yeah. cool, man. Thank you. I I'm, like I'm, I can't even begin to tell you how stoked I am to be here. And shout out to Kurt, Kurt for, for, for yeah. kind of putting it out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love that guy. That dude is the master at putting shit out there. I, man, he just has no shame about nope. it, honestly. And, and he was one of those people that. He never said this directly to me, but I saw someone like, you know how, I don't want to say like bands that are just starting out, but individuals that are like kind of just getting their creative start, they, they're really shy about plugging themselves. Right. And uh, he just told a guy one day, he's like, man, if you don't plug yourself, then who's going to? I know, right? Yeah. Oh, your Oh, your microphone. <laughs> Quick restart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fool. I was like, oh, I'll make your mic hot. And then I just don't fucking oh, do it. Shit. Which is hilarious. My last one. This software I'm using is cracked. So, uh, oh, yeah. I remember you the last episode. Yeah. I, the 30 minutes, the last 30 minutes. The of last it? 30 minutes just disappeared. Yeah. And which is ironic because it was about technology. Yeah. So it's like, what a slap in my own fucking face, man. <laughs> slap in the face and just kind of showcasing more of the side of technology. Right. But well, I, it's kind of my own fault because. Yeah. I mean, I should be paying for what I'm using, but you know, I used a cracked version of that for. I don't want to say our our first EP, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can say that buying the real version of it though, it works a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it works a yeah. lot fucking better. <laughs> so, how long have y'all been a band? I know it's been a hot minute, right? We started in the original band. I uh, started in the end of 2010. Okay. And we yeah, damn near ten years. That's yeah, damn near. I mean, it's it's kind of a rough story. Okay, uh, we started in 2010 with members from another band, basically just rebranded. Oh, okay. Uh, we were doing the Christian metalcore thing because you know at the time it was really popping. In there, uh, yeah, I think we all have, yeah. man. <laughs> I think we all have. If you've been playing music for any amount of time, I was in a know. few of those bands. Yeah, yeah. Well. Where, where we're from, me, I keep saying we, he, he yeah. joined after after, after my like, stint in the military and everything. We, we picked him up. Uh, he's actually, he just turned 21, so he's really young. I'm the youngster. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, actually, Cade, Cade's yeah, younger than yeah, you. Yeah, our, our bass player now yeah. is, uh, he's, he's the same age as me. I'm actually like, I'm actually like a month older than him. Maybe, oh, okay. Yeah. A month or two, maybe. Okay. But uh, I joined, they picked me up when I was 17. Dang. For, uh, I was still in Japan and we were reforming, yeah. so... Yeah, 
Uh, Damn, dude, you kept it alive wild. being overseas and all that shit, that, too? I, I can give you the full rundown if you want. Let's hear uh, the fucking basically. story, man. So, we got nothing but time. We did um, we did the Christian metalcore band thing. What was that band? It was called Then He Rose. Then He Rose. And it was, man, like, just background information. Uh, I'm from Cherry Valley normally. Like that's My mom was like, she moved a shit ton. So, But Cherry Valley was kind of like my main, and that's like 700 people population nice so we were just like getting whoever we could get in that right. was trying to do it you know and our music and then heroes it was garbage man that's why i don't really plug it a whole bunch it was it was terrible <laughs> yeah. but we did play a lot of shows and and we got a lot of experience from hey, that man. you gotta put you gotta do the bad ones to get to the oh, good yeah. ones and then uh towards like the end or no the beginning of like 08 and 09 i started really falling in love with tony danza's tap dance extravaganza oh, yeah. and then love that fucking band towards the end of 09 i really got well I say towards the end of 09, uh, I had heard of the number 12 looks like you yeah, and I listened to a few songs, but the more that I started to like that weird dissonance, like progressive mm -hmm. style and stuff, I really fell in love with them. So the end of 09, we started really thinking about like rebranding because okay. I think then heroes started in like 06, wow. something like that. Like I, I think I was 13 Damn. and it started out with me at 13 playing guitar writing all the music and my buddy taylor doing vocals and that was it we didn't have a midi pre-programmed midi <laughs> yeah. drums that did not fit the wrist bro yeah. like yeah uh so anyways towards the end of 09 we all kind of started to realize that our music wasn't where we wanted it to be yeah um and we were always and this is why me and justin became friends we were always about just like getting crazy on stage yeah. like just moving around I've, i broke this tooth at, the, nope. at our last show with my hands to war before I left for the military, broke it on my guitar, dude, smacked myself in the mouth. Justin was there for that. If you, next time you see him, ask him about it. I will. Uh, was, I, was I even in the band? Oh, man, I don't. I really don't. I don't remember because this was, was Justin playing guitar. Was twenty eleven? I, I would have been in it. I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, Ad, you would know, man. I, I yeah. couldn't tell you, dude. I, don't, I might not. Yeah, <laughs> my, who, my, my, <laughs> the older knows. you get, man. I know Justin <laughs> is is listening to this, going like these. Moms. He yeah. love them. But anyways, <laughs> if man, he was so, here, he'd probably be correcting all of us. Yeah, hundred yeah. uh, percent. But we played a, we played a show, and we all just kind of realized, like, damn, this is not what we want to do. So I just at the time had been working on making just to me at the time as over the top music as I could. Just a lot of like syncopated rhythms mm -hmm. with a lot of like tapping and a lot of chromatic kinda, stuff. Kind of Dillingery. Yeah, kind of imagine yeah. like Dillinger plus Danza with like jazz sections and shit like nice number 12 and i mean i i'm self-taught everything that i know mm -hmm. and i think everyone in our band is just 100 yeah, self-taught yeah, yeah i think most people around here are um but yeah we started doing that and i came to practice one day and showed them and they decided that they liked it so we decided to rebrand fast forward started doing abamel very first show ever is abamel was plan b one of my favorite venues that i've ever played and that, that where was that Plan B was in Conway. Conway, that's yeah. it. I couldn't tell you exactly where, but we played there, play there, and we actually showed up, and Justin came up to us. I believe it was Justin, and he was like, hey, man, do you guys want to headline? And we're like, what the fuck? Like, we played shows before, but <laughs> yeah. like, so we headlined, and that place was packed, dude. Like, front to back, side to side. Love like, it. You had to turn sideways, you know what I mean? It's great. And like I said, our only goal was to just get wild. The, the focus yeah. was not on like professional musicianship it was right. just get crazy bring energy right. so by the time we got done you know it was just a really good experience but anyways fast forward we released auschwitz february of 2012 okay 
and it actually gained a lot of traction. I think the, in the first couple months it was up, it hit over 10k views, which at the time that's a big deal for especially yeah. for us, like never having anything I like think that. Even still, man, 10,000 anything right now. I, I mean, mean, dude, I, that's still pretty fucking impressive. It's everything is so much more accessible now because of yeah. social media that people don't give themselves credit. For, for thousands of right. views. Yeah, because because you go to the next guy and it's like, oh, 10 million. Yeah, we suck. Yeah. yeah. and it, But anyway, <laughs> so we released that through Beheading the Trader and got a lot of attention and started talking with management agencies at the time, like okay. the ones that were starting up. And I mean, they were hitting us up at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And so we all started to feel like everything was really promising. And then our drummer at the time decided that he was going to go to college and join a frat. So he kind of just fell off. Yeah. And then our vocalist at the time joined the army. So we had no choice but to kind of disband. Yeah. And then fast forward to October, I left for boot camp. And then I kept it going by myself as much as I could. Right. And uh, that was when I met Ben Dewar was in 2014 or 15, maybe. He started doing vocals for Abamel whenever it was internet only. Uh, we dropped a single that I mixed and mastered. Hot garbage. Yeah, Hot man, garbage. Love it. Dude. Yeah, hot garbage. <laughs> Took it down. Um, and then, yeah, man, yeah, I, if, oh, you can't man. admit when you do something bad, listen, it, I got a, for you. I got a booklet of shit outside, man. Uh, some of my early days stuff, yeah. we get some free time. I'll try to show you. Oh, dude, I would love to see it. 100%. Horrendous, dude. dude. The vocals, shit, the fucking, the playing, the a toddler band, could USB. do it. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, man. Just loved it. The most garbagey <laughs> shit you could ever imagine. But honestly, bro, you look back on those days now that you're like doing it on a more professional level and you're like, damn, I just feel like I had so much more fun with it. Well, <laughs> back well then. everything was new. Ex- yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not just the same old. Eventually, even as cool as it is, the mm-hmm. only thing that isn't same old, same old, I would say is the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything else behind the scenes is going to like, well, we're doing this again yeah. or yeah, we're going to go. The, the studio very quickly goes from being like, Oh man, I can't wait. You yeah. know, to like, Wide fuck, I have to practice just... for two weeks every night and, <clears throat> and work on this. And I got to buy uh, like nine packs of strings. If yeah. you're a drummer, you got to buy <laughs> yeah. all brand new heads, yeah. like all the, all the little, the little details that yeah. cost yeah. you a fortune. It just slowly becomes more of a chore than, I mean, it's still fun obviously, but anyway, oh, yeah, so it's a blast. I'd rather do that shit. Don't get me wrong. Than anything on the whole planet. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's one of those things. It's it's one of my one of my favorite things that I've ever been told by someone as far as life advice goes is there for every problem that you have, there's there's hundreds of people out there that would kill to have that problem. Oh yeah. So you you got to kind of appreciate the the issues that you have. But anyway, so 2016, 2015, probably into 2015, I get hit up by Rocky, our vocalist, who was one of the original vocalists of Abamel. And Mikey at the time, who was the original bassist of Abamel, and they're like, hey, man, we want to do music again. So what do you think about it? And at the time, I had just picked up E5 in the Marine Corps, um, was getting ready to put in a package to go become a drill instructor, which is the ones with the funny hats that yell at you. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I'm familiar. My grandfather was a Marine. Okay. Well, you know then. But (laughs) I was getting ready to go do that. And basically, I had myself set up for a career. I was just doing as much as I could. Yeah. Decided to, you know what, music's the passion, fuck it, let's do it. Get out and start work, man, and release our EP in 2017, and I've hated it ever since we fucking released it and just been working on new stuff. (laughs) That's the story of every musician's life, I think, dude. Well, you tend to always pick apart the old shit, because when the new stuff comes out, you have that excitement for Mm -hmm. it, it's new, Yeah. so then you look back and you're like, you know... That one thing that we did, that was really stupid. Like, yeah. I don't like this yep. riff. Can I we hate just, that section. Y'all do the <laughs> thing where you like change it up for live? Uh, do y'all ever do anything like that? 
Yeah, a little bit. That's yeah. for sure. You do? Yeah, for drums. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll toss in extra fills or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's not even stuff like just pre-written. It's just like, oh, I'm feeling it this yep. way. So that's it. It's, no. it's getting played that way. You know, 100%. Maybe, maybe add some extra double bass or something. Yeah, yeah that. And <laughs> yeah. like with the guitars, I love pinch harmonics and stuff there like that. Go. So we always throw in extra stuff. Yeah, man. 100%. But, you know, I mean, that that's really it, man. I, I basically kept it going by myself for four years just as much as I could being overseas. Right, right. And uh, Probably hard to have access to all that stuff, too. I mean, I was stationed time. on mainland Japan for oh, okay. three years, and I actually started building my studio there in my barracks room. And, you know, fortunately for me, my chain of command was kind of cool with it. So nah, That's pretty awesome. I was able to keep it going somewhat anyway. And then, man, we got out and just really started focusing on networking and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. that's another thing. I just want to plug that. If you're a musician and you're listening to this, which I, most of you are, I know most of you are, I would assume so (laughs) network. Yeah. Network. I'm learning. Yeah. I, I, I I say this a lot, but I was ahead of that curve, Mm -hmm. like all through high school. Like all we had was typing class and those computers were dog shit. Oh dude. So you're like (laughs) nothing, nothing, nothing that was now even seemed to even be a possibility. There was yeah. no stuff. There was no fucking. I think YouTube had just started. MySpace was kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just was too ahead of it. I never yeah. really got into it. I don't really know. Yeah. The ins and outs, like proper ways to do stuff, but I'm learning. I got a lot of young friends that are oh, helping. Dude, I've never known the proper way to do yeah. anything, <laughs> anything. I don't know if dude. there is one, but, you know, like you got to. Pl- Learning the algorithms and the mm-hmm. way they boost your shit. Like, find what day did that work best? Yeah. Go to that day, you know? The, and now, now in, with Instagram, I know for sure, and I'm sure Facebook's the same, but Instagram, well, I know they're the fucking same, but with Instagram, if you have a business account, you can go in there and see when your following is most active. Most active, yeah. And, um, you know, they have the double posting with the story, and mm-hmm. dude, there's just so many things that you can and do. The and the TV now. They got IGTV. Oh, the, the IGTV, yeah. 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 What? I hate Instagram, dude. I, I tried, man. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I actually, it's the only one I prefer. Really? Yeah. That honestly, that's most people that I run into. But I think I've just put so much stock into our growing our Facebook that yeah. Instagram just kind of takes the background. But you know, Facebook had to say, "Hey, man, nice following. That's, yeah, here's a new algorithm. Figure yeah. it out. Oh, you know? yeah. We're not gonna warn you. We're not gonna do anything. Yeah. We're just gonna change shit up and uh, good luck. Yeah. Oh, you know all those paid advertisements you you spent to grow your uh-huh. page? Yeah, you're gonna have to keep paying for those if you want yep. a, a percentage. Of oh, those it's people insane. You get stuff. like you post a thing and it's like, hmm, a thousand people. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But you put five dollars into that and it's like, oh, five thousand people saw it. Yeah. Plus, from what I've heard, they don't even show it to all your people no 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 no. it's a it's a percentage based off the money if it doesn't get traction in the first like x amount of time then it just like puts it way down on a list as non-priority and then just no one fucking sees it and now they're going off of uh i think they go off text count too. how many characters you have in your post um and the way it's laid out too yeah reactions kurt Kurt if it's a video if it's a if it's a post like a just a picture they don't favor pictures anymore now they want video content yeah they're more, trying to compete with YouTube or some shit. More people are going to... That's how they look at it, which, I mean, it's it's true. More people want videos than just still frames, but... I don't mind a good still shot, but I just like... Kinda, we kind of old school, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> people now, if you ain't got... If the, if the first two seconds of the video is in hot fire, they're turning it off. I'm <laughs> so old, I miss physical flyers, man. I miss walking down the street and some guy being like... The street hey, teams, man, dude? The street yeah, team dude. Days? Yeah, dude. Hey, I will say, you know, at least then you knew... 
at least then you know they saw it. And yeah. for the longest time, shows were just bigger back in man the day. That's what I tell him, man. Coming back now and playing at Vino's, you know, like it, which now compared to, I'm sure when I was gone, like for the military, I know, I know it fell off because oh, I was you getting missed, told yeah, that. You missed a massive slump. Yeah. But bro, before man, like that plan, we played, we played a show one weekend and it was the weekend. They, do you remember the festival that they used to have at Soundstage? The music, yeah. little music fest, like yeah. a two, three day thing. We played a show was at it Plan March B. Madness? How was it? Something like Something, that, man. I can't, I can't remember. remember. It was, I know it was that time of the year. We played a show at Plan B. We played like second to last. Mm-hmm. Literally took our stuff off the stage, wheeled it over to soundstage because <laughs> I know they were super Shit. close. Yeah. And played another set. And both were packed. Nice. Like, no one left Plan B. No one like left soundstage. And it was packed for both sets. I miss soundstage, man. I miss both of those venues. I walked man. past it the other day and was just kind of like teary. I met my wife there. So it's like oh, kind of yeah. special. That's so it's like, yeah. uh, I looked in, I think it's like a clothing store or some shit now. And that wall is missing. Since, so you can just see all the way through the place. And I was like, that doesn't even make yeah. sense. I have so many pictures of us at, at soundstage and at plan B. I like, I, right I love intimate venues, store. man. And plan B was like <clears throat> the stage. Like, I know a lot of people didn't like it because the stage was really small, but it was just, <laughs> I mean, I played Maxine's last night, and that's about the smallest stage you oh, can I get. I haven't played Maxine's yet. It's different. Yeah. It's a different kind of thing. Have you played the Elixir Lounge? Yes. Yeah, that one, I was like, dang, they actually have a pretty legitimate light they, setup in they here. Have a it was just pretty wild setup. The location just kind of, yeah. I think I think the location is what gets them, really. Yep. Yeah. But we, we played there with a couple of, of guys, uh, Izuna and... I don't even remember. Either. I, man, it's been so long. I can't. <laughs> I can't remember. Eh. But, anyways, man, I, I love. I love like more intimate venues, and and I love whenever they get packed out because it's just yeah. Because I have this theory that fifty people in a crowded room, like if we had fifty people in this room when we were playing, like right over there, it'd be it'd be live. It'd be fucking insane. Yeah. But uh, so really, it's just fullness is what counts yeah and you well, play a house show and 30 people are there you're like that's the best fucking show we ever played yeah because people can't get far enough away to exactly. separate themselves well, you're sharing it's, the energy man yeah you're, you're passing it around yeah. and everybody's feeding off everybody it's just like it's organic you're either in it or you're not yeah. you know yeah and I, I love that man and it kind of forces it too oh 100 100 yeah. man we we've played house shows in in in, in places that were you know tiny and we played in the kitchen yeah. and yeah. there was 15 people in there and they were just getting wild and it's fun, man. Oh yeah, there's something to it. There's something about it. I I love house shows. They're just dangerous at my age. I got I got arrested once at a house show because of some idiot fucking kids drinking. I have a hilarious story about a fucking house show, dude. We it was a single wide trailer. We were out in the country in like McCrory. I don't expect you to know where that is, but it's just middle of fucking nowhere. And we were playing in the kitchen. And the funniest thing was, is the house party was like a bunch of. Bunch of white dudes who thought they were gangsters. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay. And it was just okay. friends of a friend. Yeah. So everyone there was all like, you know, into rap music and, mm-hmm. and you know. And bringing in this heavy fucking metal. And, and they threw the fuck down, bro. Like, probably the most insane crowd we ever played to because, like, they did not. It was out in the middle of the country, so right. there was no cops going to show right. up. But our other guitarist, um, Jacob Paddock at the time, he was, like, 15. Good Lord. And his grandma, who was, like. <laughs> Miss Martha, I know you ain't listening to this, but you a real one, and I love you. Thank you, uh, for, for, dude. That lady let us borrow her brand new Dodge Caravan and paid to rent a trailer for us when we would go out of town and play shows, and trusted me 
to like drive wow. her personal vehicle, dude. So that she's a what real a one. Saint. But she would come to those shows that they were house parties because she didn't want Jacob, you know, Get drinking. The fuck out of here. That's dude, awesome. she's in the living room, dude. <laughs> she's in the living room on this couch, and I'm not kidding you, dude. There's like people are passing around pills and mm. you know how oh yeah, yeah. trust me yeah. so and they're rolling blunts next yeah. to her on a tray and she's just this older christian lady sitting there with her hands on her lap just, just bobbing her head to our yeah, music just and there's just a guy rolling a blunt beside her That's man fucking fantastic <laughs> dude Wow. That'd be a good poster. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. If you were going to do a rap album, that's that's a really good poster, man. That's Just, a good one. <laughs> God, dude. But yeah, man, I, I've, I'm i sure like you and everyone else, just my most fond memories involve being in a van with a bunch of smelly dudes oh, yeah, and dude, going man. somewhere. Especially when it's like we did one tour a few years back. We played outside in Texarkana. I believe it was in July. Ooh. And then we got back in the car, drove all the way to Austin, Texas, mm. and then got maybe an hour of sleep, woke yeah. up, and then went and played outside again at the Red 7. Dude. Bro, that Texas heat in July, man. Dude. Ooh. That's where I'm from. That shit yeah. will murder you. Yeah. Nah. We think it gets fucking hot here. No. The temperature literally changes when you cross the border. It's fucking oh, dude, insane. I have family all <laughs> over Texas, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. We played... Um, do you know who the dialectic is? I do not. They were they were a deathcore band that started getting pretty big, and I'm, I don't really know the details because I wasn't really into them prior to this, but their vocalist, whenever they were getting ready to come back, made a post, and I got tagged in it. So, you know, of course, shameless Sweet. self-promotion. Hey. We ended up getting hit up for the show, and we went to Tyler, Texas. Nice. Last June, it was yeah. so fun, man. Dude, it was. It was so our van's AC couldn't it couldn't keep up with nah, the heat, dude. dude. We had to just get hot. out of the van and go it's inside. It's one of those things where the second you turn the car off, you just sweat. Oh, oh yeah, it, yeah. there's no delay. There, when we got there, we parked like we went and got some food at a fucking Whataburger or something. <laughs> and yeah, then we, yeah. And then we pulled up at the venue, and then we parked, and like in our van, there's like shades you can pull them down uh-huh. over the windows and shit. Man, it was so fucking hot, dude. We had that bitch crunk. And it was the AC was blasting, and crunch, it just dude. it just was so hot, dude. It was insane. It was that was the first time I ever went to Texas. So, oh yeah, that was, that was the first time yeah. experiencing that for me. So, yeah, dude. man, we went we went in the venue and they had air on, and I was like, oh, thank God, yeah, thank God. And then you know, running on no sleep, but it, it's crazy how you traveling in a van, you're like, damn, I can't wait to not be driving. And then as soon as you haven't done it for a couple of days, you're like, damn, I can't wait to uh huh be driving again. It's kind of weird. Yeah, we did like three thousand miles in eight days or nine days Damn, dude. and it was it was all over the place but i don't i didn't shower once yeah so i was horrendously nasty see that's that's where i got i got, I got the military experience i was baby wipes is your best friend man, it, man. <laughs> baby wipes is your best friend baby wipes and some gold bond yep. keep the chafe away <laughs> yep you better bring that gold bond too or you're gonna be <laughs> playing with your legs apart and you don't dude, know what's going on <laughs> it's the worst and on the last show and i drove the whole time because i don't trust other people when i drive oh i have a i have a i, f- I feel for it you. terrifies me to yeah. ride along with people i'm in the back reason. like yeah no like yeah we're all gonna die this is it yep Never had the person could never have a wreck in their whole life. I've yeah. known them my whole life. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to sleep and wake up every thirty minutes. And just... Uh huh. So I drove the whole time, but I was the last the last night. First fucking song. I'm sure you've done this. I missed the snare drum and hit my own leg. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right in the like right next to my crotch area where dude. it'll really welt up at. Dude, yeah, dude. It got insane. That drive home sucked and it was all the way from Missouri. Yeah. Just and we had to come, come, come through, you know, you got the trailer. There ain't uh-huh. no cruise control no. No. Mm. in a suburban 
with the smelliest people on earth. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, and just mad because of the smell, but you don't have anyone to direct it at. Oh, it's me. I'm oh, the smelly yeah. one. Yeah, no, no. It's a, it's a common fact in my band. Being mad just, at yourself is yeah. worse than being mad at someone else. I'm the stinky one. Actually, there was a our old keyboard player Bryce. I'm sure you remember Bryce. Oh, man, he that, used to do the. He was fucking craziest one of us all, dude. He would stand up like on his keyboard, yeah, and like hold the fucking. I mean, I know, I know we played with him, but man, that is, that part of my shit. life is such a blur now, right. dude. Yeah, yeah, it's time. It's a motherfucker. See, we actually met Justin with Medic Red. The oh, first show we ever played with him was whenever it was him and John. I John, think was the guy's yeah. name. Yeah, it was in Medic Red and. We were just as taken aback by them as they were by us. And so after we got done playing, they were just like, hey, man. I talked so much shit about Medic Red. Dude, it, 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 it was, was it for was the a, time, it was a cool idea. The idea, I told them this. Yeah. I said, the idea is flawless. You need to do this. Your execution is dog shit. <laughs> Their like, live show was fun, though. You need a laptop with yeah. your tracks broken apart so you can sound check for real yeah. and get actual level. Because, dude... If just they just the had iPod, whatever, bro. dude, I've seen I've seen them be like, oh, that one's gone. We'll just do the 8-bit version. I'm like, you, you guys got a uh, cassette player back there? Gonna- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I remember the first time I was like, it's just two guys. What the hell? And then the MIDI drum started, and I was like, oh, this is dope. Because I really liked Sky Eats <laughs> Airplane at yeah. the time, dude. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this Those is really tight. Those guys are tired. fucking awesome. And it was a sceny weenie days, too. So, oh, you know, yeah. everyone was really digging that, like we Nintendo to, core stuff. I got at to the play time. with those guys a few times. Who? Uh, who'd you just say? The oh, band. Sky, Sky Airplane? Airplane. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they took over with a full band. I was like, ah. what? <laughs> You're like everyone else now. I remember when it was just mainly MIDI. <laughs> yeah, but their drummer is fucking mechanical, man. He's a machine. Or it was. They're not. I don't think they're. A, yeah. they're not a band anymore. It's but. one of those bands that it's a lot of it sounds simple, but oh, dude, it's not no. at all. Yeah, no, not even it's, close. The the amount of like layering. Yeah, I would just watch that guy, mate, basically. But I'm a drummer, so it was like, most times I'm watching the other drummer like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's definitely the smartest way to be if you're trying to do it on a professional level. Yeah, you got to watch other people. Do as the professionals do. 100%. Take take from things and, oh, I I like what he's doing there. I might start doing that. Take that little bit of information. Oh, yeah. And working shows was the best because... at the village, I did the monitor, so I'd just be side stage the whole fucking time. Drummer's right there. Mouth wide open. That's it. Yeah. Just yeah. like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, we we got so lucky. And I didn't I didn't realize this until later on. But then he rose got so lucky with shows because I've played the new Daisy on Bill Street more times than I ever cared to play it again. Like I'm not even that's that's legitimate. Like we I've played, never played there. It's I'd love to. The venue's cool. It's yeah, big. It's big uh, as fuck. We've played it packed out once. And it's insane because you can mm-hmm. fit a lot of people in there. I think it's like over two thousand. We didn't. We didn't. It wasn't two thousand. I mean, packed like the front half of the house front was house. so packed. It's still that a lot just, of people. Man. It was a lot of people. Yeah. And it, it's an insane. It's it's an insane experience. But most of the shows that we played were either all locals or really yeah. smaller kind of touring bands. Yeah. And I just have learned I prefer the more intimate venues over the giant ones because like you said the smaller the space the more energy well the idea is just build small so get a fan base and finally once you can't fit your fans in those places anymore Mm -hmm. move up now you're playing the new daisy and now it's full again and it feels the same really oh yeah oh shit we're all together yeah 100 percent. but our thing was just like everyone just trying to figure stuff out right and we were just taking what we could get you know what i mean that's what you do in the beginning you just fucking play and figure stuff out, and you're going to fucking have some misses for sure. Oh, yeah. Hunter, dude. Did we still have misses? Dude, like, and that's something, like, 
on on to more of, of like local bands around here like you know i'm not a professional by any means i, I mean i'm a professional like i carry myself as a professional but I don't know what I'm doing any more than anyone else that's been doing it for as long as me. I've just figured things out. Yeah. And man, when I get hit up from bands that are getting started or individuals from this area that are getting started and they hit me up because, you know, Avamel has like 14.2 K on Facebook Mm -hmm. and, uh, over a hundred thousand streams on Spotify. So, I mean, we're not anything insane, but from where we started, it's a big deal, you know? So, and my piece of advice to people is like, man, experiment, but be open to criticism because, yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah. don't listen to ne- the negative criticism. If someone's coming at you like, oh, you guys suck. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that, that that's guy. That's just a yeah. bitch ass. He's not one you want in your no. corner. And but who cares what he thinks? Being willing to share your knowledge with smaller bands. and I like to phrase it as a question. Yeah. Instead, like to, to try to not be an asshole. It's like, oh, hey, yeah. man, I love your stuff, but why would you, why would you do this when you could just you know, maybe not, or do something different. And most of the time they know exactly what you're going to say. And it's just the self-awareness is a big deal and making it in air quotes. You can't see because you're listening to this, but (laughs) making it with music (laughs) is just a lot of trial and error and being willing to learn what you need to learn. That's right. In my opinion, anyway, the only way I learn is by fucking up. Yeah, so that's 99. You can tell me shit all day, and I'll be like, yeah, okay, cool, and I'm yeah. probably still going to do it. Yeah. But then when I fuck up, I'll be like, all right, well, you were right. Yeah. I own my shit. I was wrong. Sorry. Like, On to the next one. exact same way when it comes to drums. Oh, oh dude, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm just now a decent drummer. I've been mm. playing for 20 fucking years, and I'm like just now like, man, I don't miss as much as I used to, and I can actually pull off some complicated shit. Yeah. So it's like I just now feel comfortable behind a drum kit, yeah. which is crazy to think. It took twenty fucking no, years. I know, but I know exactly. But it's what like you're it yeah. took. It really does feel like it took twenty fucking years to yeah. get through all the bullshit. We'll say a thousand hours makes you a master at something. Ten thousand hours. Ten thousand. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Not a thousand. So Man. I feel like I've put in my ten thousand at this point. Now guitar, yeah, at, I'm still like at this point. <laughs> I'm still a baby on guitar. Power chords are my best friend. <laughs> I remember the learning Misfit songs days, thinking I was the shit, dude. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> five seven five seven. Oh, we're tossing a three yeah. in there. Yeah, I can sing and play this. I'm so good. Yep, <laughs> man. I. That's something that I try to put out to people too is like, man, as someone like when people get caught up in as I call it the social media shit show. And and they get caught up too much in other people's opinions on their abilities. I'm like, man, make music that you're proud of and that you're confident in. And that's all that matters. Just keep focusing on it. Yeah, that's all that matters. But don't be afraid to tear your own shit down, too. No, if you're not doing that, music's not for you. If you're not willing to sit there. Yep. And I I mean, Eric, how many songs have I completely scrapped that you and everyone else was like, damn, this is. Oh, dude, fucking. Oh, yeah. Delete the whole logic file. Like, if you're not willing to do that. Being a musician is not... Dude, we'll do it. We do these uh, breakdown practices where we'll take songs that are newer and we'll be like, man, something just don't feel right, man. Let's mm-hmm. like let's slow the tempo down because we play fast. Yeah. So like, let's slow it down. Let's play it note for note, beat for beat, and kind of like listen yeah. to the vibe in slow motion and then be like, all right, let me fix this here. Let me change this. Like Maybe we just scrap this entire part. It just doesn't feel like it belongs here. Yeah. All ki- all the fucking time. Dude, we've, yeah. we've thrown away more songs than we've ever Oh, dude! I, I see. I, I ever since I started building my studio setup and I learned the power of being able to sit down and track demos while you're writing. That's fancy. I will. I will record what I sent you the other day. It's like a minute fifty. Yeah, I cannot tell you how many times I played that, dude. I gotta say, man, was it Luna or Lunar? Luna? What was it? 
What was that? Chuck? Lorna. Lorna. Yeah, like Lorna Shore. Yeah, it's because. Yeah. yeah, that's my jam. I love. I love that. I listened yeah. to all that stuff you sent me, and I was like, that one. That one. Kicks yeah, Lorna ass. was actually the first one of that kind of style that I wrote that made me go, mm, "This is what the next one's going to be. This is so the next album." Fucking brutal, I love it, dude. It's the only one out of all those that are like, it's one hundred percent done. Like I'm not going to do anything yeah, else I to wouldn't, it. I wouldn't yeah. fuck that no, song no, at all. No, no. And I love the fucking uh, the operatic kind of yeah. like feel like that. Be- <clears throat> this is going to sound cliche as fuck, but when I first heard it, I was like, is this a Demi Work Gear song? Dude, I, so whenever I first started <laughs> listening to metal, and I know that you'll be able to relate to this, there are certain subgenres that you're just like, mm, I really don't see how people like this. It used to be Tech Death for me. Now, Tech Death, absolute favorite <laughs> subgenre. Black Metal too. And man, what I realized, especially with, and that song's named Lorna, because mm-hmm. I've just fell in love with Lorna Shore when they came out and I never knew what made them different. And then I kind of started getting into black metal and yeah. I just love big atmosphere. So with our new stuff, I'm really trying to focus on bringing that and just having more like I, the slowest song so far is 240 BPM. Yes. Yeah. The slowest one. So this slow, yeah, you know, real slow, not, yeah. the, the slowest. Um, but man, I, I love doing stuff like that. And I never thought, you know, right. Country boy from a town of 700 people would get into black metal as heavily as black I did. Metal, yeah. <laughs> but man, it's just fun. But what, like back to what you were saying, you know, we don't, we don't do songwriting at practice. I, I'm, I write all of our music. Okay. The, yeah. That's, the like, orchestra that's stuff. like our band. Justin writes everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so and then we add to it mm-hmm, that, and that's the exact same thing we yeah. do. And I'll sit there and I'll send them something and I'll be like, listen to this as much as you can. For like a week. I like that too, though, because it keeps your band consistent. I like when there's only like one or two people that write the songs and everyone else just kind of throws in their two cents to make sure the song is theirs. But it's like a, it's like you're covering your own ass with the other guy's opinions. Yeah. Because those people's opinions, you're like, okay, I trust that, you know, you've been playing the same old shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this, this line here, like, uh, it's like, um, like our bassist, our new bassist, Cody, when Mm -hmm. he comes in, he's already starting to add stuff. Yeah. And beef up parts that we wrote that were kind of. That's always down. a good feeling when you get a good bassist, Cade. I know you're out there, <laughs> dude. That is the. I, if you're new to instruments, pick up a fucking bass, man. There's dude, not enough good bassists out there. there. And basses, like, look at the guy from Archspire. He is just as much of a part of those songs being good as the guitarist and Ollie, their vocalist, and like. Go ahead and play your shit without a bass and tell me. Play a show without a bass. Yeah, it's. Dude, even like practicing without a bass, I'm in another band, and when we practice without the bass, I fucking I'm just like, do we we don't even need to do this? Yeah, because it does shit. not. There's not as much like volume yeah. in the room. It adds like, all the ass, yeah. dude. Bass is the ass, and it's a drum set in a in a guitar form. Oh yeah, that's how I view it. It's a drum set and a guitar. And, yeah, it's yeah, the man. Best, I, man. I fell in. I used to really not think bass was that big of a deal when I was younger. <laughs> it's as important as the drum kit. One hundred percent. It's just as important as everything else. Like mm-hmm. and. And being willing to not be a guitarist that's playing bass for the sake of having a bassist, but being someone that's learning. Yes, there's a fundamental difference between yeah. bass and guitar. And it's, it's your attitude about it. It's mm-hmm. how you're playing. It's how you're picking it. They're, the chord structures are a lot slightly of finesse. different. Yes. A lot of finesse in bass playing. That's why I like it, man. If you listen to... I'm going to keep saying Archspire because their bassist is just insane. But any tech death <laughs> band, if you separate right. one guitar from the other... It's the same song and it's yep. obviously same key and everything, but one guitar is like a whole different song from the other. Yeah. And if you listen to the bass, same thing. And it's mm-hmm. because they're not really focusing on like 
I'm going to do this on my own because I think it sounds good, but it's like, what can I do to complement everything else, but right. also do my own Yeah, layered. Thing. Lots so of layers. If you're listening, play bass. We need we need you. We need And drummers. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a shortage. I keep getting hit up all the time. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was down in Nashville one time, and we were playing, and <laughs> this guy was on the cigar store, and there was like this place in the back we were all just set up jamming mm-hmm. and i got done and i came around and it, ma- it made me feel good it was a compliment he was like hey man you're pretty damn good at drumming yeah. don't let these guys find out you'll be in 19 bands <laughs> before you leave <laughs> dude that's man that's the truth if you're a guitarist and you're looking for a band to start your own dude mm-hmm. like just start your own man yeah every band has too many guitar players yeah. sometimes you, you you've either got to be legendary at it or you've just got to do your own project man so it's and then good luck finding a bassist and a drummer Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're fucking scarce, man. When we started back, we started up with our old drummer, and we would ask questions about like you know, like drum kits and stuff like that, and and not like in a standoffish way, but he was always like slow to respond, and right. so we're like, damn, maybe this guy's like, uh, and I'm like, I'm not leaving a career to you know. So we ended up kind of looking around, and um, he's actually at the time was primarily a guitarist, like prodigy level guitarist, like really good, like and. You- yeah. yeah. Wow. And he sent us a video of him playing drums to this track that I sent him to try wow. out. And as soon as he hit the first clean blast beat, I was like, yeah, we need to get this guy. There you go. So we, we debated on it and we ended up letting the other guy go and, and picking him up. And I mean, this dude at 17 was ready to move from Mississippi to Arkansas, start a life as an adult and like chase music. So it took, it, dude. it took longer than uh, expected, like than what we wanted for me to like move. Well, yeah, you're moving from we, a, we knew. a whole nother state. <laughs> we knew. We knew. You but said I mean, you moved from I, where? From uh, Mississippi. I was, Mississippi. Li- I was living in uh, Strayhorn, Mississippi. Okay. Like an hour from Memphis or something. It's, it's northern Mississippi. Okay. He's making that trip every weekend there. Every Saturday. Here and back, same day. Yeah. Y'all are road dogs, man. Like, how, how long did you say? You said you drove 102 miles here. Oh, no, that was just one. That was just one leg two of hours the trip. And, two hours and like 20 minutes to Holy get here or shit. something like that. Yeah, man, it's. It was about the same. For me driving yeah. from my parents' One. house to the practice spot. And then, and and then, then back home. Back home. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hitting it hard for four or five hours. Yeah, four or five hours, yeah. It's, Every Saturday for like almost two years straight. Holy shit. And we kept telling him because I told him from the start, I was like, bro, listen, I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> You're going to start looking worse and worse every Saturday when you show shit, up. You're yeah. going to be looking rougher and rougher. And sure enough, dude, at the end of like the first year, I could tell he was starting yeah. to just because he would come down on Fridays and spend the night uh-huh. and then head back Sunday morning. And uh, I was just like, bro, if you just move over here, man. But, you know, being being young and starting life, it's oh, dude, it's the most difficult. It's so yeah. nerve wracking. But once you get going, you realize that you just work and pay your bills. And it's as long as the bills are paid you can do whatever the fuck you want. Really? Exactly. So the nice. bills ain't paid. Yeah. Well, then you're struggling. And then you're fucked. Roommates, <laughs> roommates man. Yeah. The best well, and worst thing. Fortunate, fortunately for Eric and fortunately for us, me coming out of the military, I was pretty well off because right. I ended up getting uh, compensation and everything. Um, so I, I just recently bought my first house uh, like five months ago. And awesome. Thank, like thankful for the VA, I was able to get an actually pretty nice house with a basement that's now our studio slash practice. Hell yeah, you got a basement. Yeah, awesome, and we live dude. in town like, and we practice nine ten o'clock at night and yeah. we've never it's fucking soundproof that's fucking awesome. <laughs> nice. it's 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 so sick man and it, it living because he lives with me now too okay 
And so having that and guitarist, primary songwriter, drummer, Boom. same house, man. We just when we sit down, we get after it. There you go. Um, it's awesome, man. But I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> Him moving well, to let's, Mississippi. Let's go to uh, what was the what was the what was the, is there any like because you the stuff you sent me is fucking brutal thank you man brutal i'm, I'm so stoked on all of it so far what was the drive to get to that point was it just like trial and error or like was this a conscious effort to try to get more a little bit more extreme and operatic and so like you just hearing it back enough to where you're like i want to do something a little like a spin on what we're doing. The, the big thing for me was the, the EP was definitely a rushed effort to get mm-hmm. something out because like I said, uh, the original release of Auschwitz on YouTube now is over. I'm pretty sure it's over 30,000 views over the life of it being up, which it's been seven years. So that's nothing crazy, but it's still for me, hey. like it's, it's, it's a lot and it's a big deal. And at the time I, I still firmly believe this. And at the time firmly believed if we would have kept going by now, we would probably be, touring at least national if not like international, international. I strongly on a, like on at least some level strongly Mexico, believe it Canada, yeah that kind of thing. like strongly 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 believe that but we were so young at the time i'm really glad that it didn't happen because yeah, i don't sure. i don't think yeah. we would have been able to do it but um man i, I met and i said this earlier but I, I became friends with ben Dewar in 2014 mm-hmm. before anyone knew who he was and if you're listening and you don't know who that is ben Dewar is the vocalist of a band called shadow of intent and another one called hollow prophet and if you've never heard of those bands and you like deathcore, you're legitimately screwing it. up. Yeah, Get like you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think anyone that listens to deathcore doesn't know who they are at this point. But anyways, and at the time, me and him were just doing stuff. And uh, whenever Shadow of Intent was getting ready to drop Primordial, which was their first album after their EP, um, which if you're listening and you didn't know that, uh, Primordial was going to be the last effort for that band to get anywhere. And if it wouldn't have gone anywhere, they were going to disband, which oh, is, shit. is fact. Yeah. Um, but they released that. And I remember listening to it, the pre-pros and stuff as Ben was sending it to me and com- comparing, but not in like a, Oh my God, they're way better than me, but comparing yeah. as far as like, I really like this kind of stuff. I really like the atmosphere. I would like to do something like this. Uh, I incorporated it as best I could with the EP, uh, not the cinematic stuff and right. stuff like that, but right. Uh, more just big atmosphere and then a couple of the songs on the ep have that sort of stuff and we dropped the ep and i just immediately like most people just went back to writing right i wrote a bunch of stuff like four or five songs finished them all and realized i hated them (laughs) and then dude i'm not kidding you bro i woke up on a saturday with the idea for the beginning of that song lorna Mm -hmm. it doesn't have a name yet actually it does it the name the real name of its voices okay anyway I woke up and I had like the intro to it, the bum bum uh, had it in my head, and I was like, okay. And I sit there, and that song beginning to end flowed same day, like love it, it. not the atmospheric stuff, but yeah. just the main part. It all just flowed, and I added all the atmospherics in, and uh, the main riff, the real, the fast one, mm-hmm. that just clicked too. And it was the first thing that I ever written that was that fast. That, Speed picking, man, and it's dude, quick. I. I don't know, man. Just something about being able to record that and being so stoked on it, it just Mm -hmm. really pushed me. So I started focusing more on like my technique and economy picking and Uh uh, what do they call it? Uh, Economy of movement and just getting faster and clean. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, man. I just fell in love with like the blackened strings and and piano and choirs. And I I really don't know other than like the Ben thing, man. I I just started really falling in love with that kind of stuff. yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And... 
So how do y'all pull that shit off live, man? Y'all play into a click track with like a laptop? Or? Yeah, we have a we have a in ear monitor system. <laughs> okay, um, we have four body packs. And Doing it big boy style. Hard-line. Shit. Yeah, man. When when I started wanting to do that kind of stuff, I was like, you know what? If we're gonna do this, we need to be right as legit as possible. Because man, go big or go home. That's always my thing. Like you're fucking- playing anything over 200 BPM at sixteenths. You you need to you have know something I mean? guiding the way yeah, too. You, yeah. yeah. And my thing with it is too is you can do click tracks and still add in additional stuff to the songs oh, yeah. live. Yeah. It's no yeah. big deal, especially. Well, it's just keeping the tempo is all it's doing. Yeah, hundred I mean, percent. Yeah, we've never done it, but we're too fucking. Uh, there's no fucking way. There's yeah, not for us. I mean, y'all are so good, anyways. It doesn't fucking matter. We actually did a, a one song, and then the the video we shot from a live concert, and I layered the two just to like make a promo video. Yeah lined up oh yeah exactly yeah. i was like we play this literally the same every fucking time we play it. yeah oh yeah yeah mouth words everything it all just lined up mm-hmm. and it two totally different occasions of playing the song i was like that's pretty badass <laughs> yeah so i mean i won't lie to you originally we wanted to play to click tracks because uh dalton from levels shout, uh, shout out dalton and rob you're my homeboys and everyone else in levels yes. love oh. you guys um I, I they told me that they played to a click just him just a drummer mm-hmm. And at the time, he was young and relatively inexperienced at drums. Really good, but just as far as being in a right. band, inexperienced. Yeah. So we initially only had him playing to a click. But what we started to realize is, is with like pauses and the slower parts and songs, it's really easy to get off tempo. Uh-huh. Uh, so we eventually just... Especially when only one person knows it's coming. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like I would I would give everyone looks. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like, we're about to hit it. You know, the drop's yeah. coming. You know, yeah. everyone would know. But we did the we did the Southern Boy thing and, and rigged our own inner monitor system together. Hell um, yeah, dude! <laughs> just a, just a sixteen channel rack mount mixer. The actual inner yep. monitors, the body packs. It, if you know how to do it, it's not hard or expensive. Nah. But man, just Dalton really kind of pushed it because it takes your it it makes your practices way more productive because everyone's practicing to a click, and it also rolls over to when you're in the studio. And that's one of the most that, important yeah. things to me. Yeah. Um, and if you've never been to an actual studio and track to a metronome or even practice to a metronome before, do it. Yeah. And voice crack, do it. And you'll see how much better your playing gets like over a, tighter, a couple weeks. A lot tighter. Yeah, for way sure. Tighter. Way tighter. It's, uh, it is kind of weird. I, I was doing it for a few months in between bands one time because I'd never done it before. And I was like, couldn't find anybody to come over and play. So I was like, fuck it, man. I, I got this metronome. I might as well use it. Yep. Put my headphones in and just fucking sit there and ding, dong, 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 yep. ding, dong, dong, You can dong. hear it in your head all day long, yep. man. Ugh. Just fucking, <laughs> all right, here we go. And then yep. just play whatever the, you know, I, I'm just a jammer. I don't really play other people's shit. So I just kind of. All of us, man, in the same yeah. way. Yeah. Just kind of just noodle around or mm-hmm. whatever. Now, yeah. I've never done it with guitar. I feel like I would just fuck that all up. What do you mean? With a click or yeah. just jamming? Oh, yeah. <laughs> man. The first time we ever went to the studio was the first time I ever played or recorded to a metronome. And luckily I had practiced, we had practiced enough that it didn't matter, but man, it makes such a huge difference. And then just with live having the click, cause we have the 16 channel mixer so we can run Rocky's microphone through it and he can hear himself right. with no floor monitors. Right. And my thinking was, is I've played enough shows where the sound guy is terrible or the sound system itself is terrible. Yeah. A lot of times it's the sound system. I, you know, sometimes you get the double hitter and you're just like, well, this is a fucking nightmare. I've had the fucking double hitter so oh, yeah. many times. bro. <laughs> yeah. 
And we, we this played. This is my cousin Rick. He's never done this a day in his life, but he's going to run sound tonight on that PA over there. Like, those equipment. are six inch speakers. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm not going to say <laughs> names or exact locations, but we played one dude, and I'm not kidding you. Every band took 30 to 45 minutes to like be ready to play because the sound guy was running new cables, exchanging cables. What the fuck? Having to test everything on the mixer to figure out what something is. And I was like, oh my God, it was the worst show that I've ever played, man. Um, but man, the, the biggest thing is just when you have an inner monitor system, you don't have to rely on that sound right. guy so at what, all. What are y'all feeding your loops and samples and shit through? You doing that uh, through a laptop? Yeah, or? we have a we have a, I have a MacBook Pro. It's just for the it's studio. It's just on the. Is it on the click as well? So what we do is I just and this is probably not the right way, but it's my way and it works. So <laughs> whatever works. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we just have one big um, project on Logic Pro, mm-hmm. and then we do a preemptive spacing between songs. Right. And since Rocky has a body pack too, and he has the click, you can just count measures kind of in your head and you get used to it over time. Right. And you know, when he's done saying whatever it is, he's going to say, I can just walk to the computer cause I run it live and just click to the next song and it's the four count and we just go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it takes out enough. the worry of, of the sound guy at a show. Well, for monitors. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes they just don't even have them. Well, yeah, that's what that's yeah. what I mean. The, the monitors, not yeah. not the sound guy, but it, it take if the sound guy's not on his game or he's unsure, it, it takes that worry out. Well, and sometimes they got, uh, you know, especially like older, smaller venues or even just venues like a pop up venue. Mm-hmm. They all they got's like you get everything or nothing. Yeah, it's like well, okay, so my band's thing to that since we don't play a click was we used to tour with two cabs, and instead of putting two cabs fronted, one would just be literally right beside me. Yeah. And, oh um, yeah. Just Dude, listen I, to the we've done that before yeah. too, man. Yeah. That's actually my favorite way. I wish I could still do that, but man, too much room. Too, too much, much room. Yeah, yeah. It takes up too much space. Man, for me, the clicks just enable me to be able to fully work on the crowd cuz I don't know if you've right. seen us live since. I, I I'm pretty sure maybe. I don't know, man. Oops. I was actually trying to think about that before you got here. I was like, I don't know when the last time I saw you guys play was. Well, I I've always I'm still about getting wild. And 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 letting out my my are anger. Are y'all playing a, shows locally here? Um, we took a break whenever we started focusing on the full length. Okay. Um, Makes just sense. to kind of rest from shows mm-hmm. and everything else. But we're back now. If you're listening to any book shows, hit us up. Yes. Uh, we're trying to. We're trying. We got a bunch of booked for next month. We have one. August seventeenth. Hit up uh, Jimmy LeCompte, dude, for Battlefest. He hit he hit me up. Uh, he had our page up. Okay. And I responded to him. He hasn't said anything back. So Jamie, I'll, if you're listening, I'll text him. Reach out, brother. We're we're trying to get on it, Mister uh, LeCompte. Get your shit together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone someone told me about him, and then funny thing, literally like the next day, he he mm-hmm. messaged us. So maybe they told him about us. But we have one, and I think Mountain Home on August seventeenth, and then we have three or four out of state dates. One in. Illinois and two or three in Michigan. Okay, for August, and then uh, just still working on the album. Right, and, but yeah, we're we're definitely playing shows. The only problem that we run into around here is promoters need that minimum amount of tickets to be sold, and when yeah. you live two hours from the venue, it's not happening. So yeah. you know what what we normally do is we just sell as many as we can and then pay the difference out of pocket, um, just to make sure that they're promoter because. I care more about shows being successful right. and the promoter being able to continue doing it than us having like saving a little bit of money or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I know that some bands just pay for all the tickets out of pocket. Sometimes don't if you, if you got to do it, but we'll make oh, it I'm habit. not doing that shit. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't, don't, don't. I mean, I'll just hustle it out, man. I sell what I sell, but that's, I mean, Whatever. There's not there's not a whole lot of them around here that I know about, but some promoters, if you just pay for tickets out of pocket, they'll book you on everything. 
Like <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, it's it kind of a flawed happens. system because there's no real measure to it. Mm-hmm. You know, my biggest argument is okay, well, yeah, they sold, say, twenty more tickets, but what happens at the door count and then when I'm before them and then when I'm done, fifty people leave. Are you gonna give me that money too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were clearly here to see me because that's if we're playing by these weird, un yeah, hinged rules. Well, let me make up some bullshit too. Be like, hey, I just saw those people leave. You owe me. That was like ten people. Yeah, you owe me cuts from all that's, ten of those tickets. And, that's, and it's absurd. That's that's the problem. Whenever bands develop the competition mindset, I don't do that shit. No, I, yeah. like when I was younger, we would play shows and like bands would have really big turnouts, and I would be like, yeah, that's tight. And then if we played after them. All of them would leave. Yeah. And we've had bands literally tell their friends, like, hey, after we're done, just leave. That's literally the way it used to be. It, uh, for for quite a few years in the mid, early to mid thousands, it was mm-hmm. just like, just go see the acts you want to see. Yeah. And then people just quit coming all together. Yeah, man. And it's like, dude, because <coughs> I know like the, the benefit show, we came out and watched, um, we watched all the way up to, I know we watched Gopher Gold set. And I don't remember who played after them. I think it was my hand swore. Yeah, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I was thinking. And I think we watched y'all's first like song or two. Yeah. And it was so late at that point, and the drive is so far, yeah. and we were just exhausted. I was like, man, we gotta, we yeah. gotta get out of here. But those shows, man, and you see all those people come out, and it's like we can have this for for local shows. It's just it takes bands actually promoting the show. <laughs> well, you have to all be on the same page. Yeah. You have to all give a fuck. There's actually a neat little thing that we did behind the scenes of that, like some little like inside to how that all took place and how Mm -hmm. there was a group chat with every fucking band member from every band. Yeah. And everyone would just toss their two cents in and people would like throw in like this design right here. Like Stan's friend made this. I'm actually wearing the shirt. I'm so jealous. I didn't get one. And you know, like he just dropped that into the thing and it's like, Holy fuck, man, that's amazing. Yeah. And now it's on a fucking t-shirt too. Like just dude, that shit right there. I've done that twice this year with shows, and both were massive yeah. crowds. Oh, dude, man! I think when all the bands, the, the camaraderie is up, mm-hmm. you're you're pushing yourself harder because you want everyone to succeed now, and you're not just focusing on your own selfish means. Or, yeah, it's just not benefiting you; it's yeah. benefiting everyone. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely and, work harder when it's going to benefit right. a large group of people. And that show benefited even more than just the that. Band. Show was fucking insane, dude. I mean, it, yeah. it benefited every person that's ever going to play on there for the next yeah. foreseeable. You know, I haven't, I haven't been back to see it yet. I haven't been back to see it's it. It's cool, yet. man. Yeah. It's I, weird. It fucks with my brain still. And yeah. I built the damn thing. So it's just no, like, dude, I, I, I fucking hate living so far away, bro. I fucking hate <laughs> it. Cause like we do, we do high rise commercial window washing mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's like you're washing windows. It's not really like physically demanding, but dude, standing in front of a window in the summer is like standing yeah, in a fuck fucking that. oven, dude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so by the time you're dude. done, man, the weekend hits, you just want to like chill and but I wanted to come help rebuild, but it was during the week. And yeah, it man. Just... Well, it actually took way longer than we thought. Like oh, that, shit. it was a mess. We're actually going to do a little check out a crash cast. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, you should because we're going to be doing a little bit of special oh, I'm things. In, I'm in that shit. I, yeah, Kurt added me to that <laughs> first day. Did it was you, up. Did you see the snare drum, man? Yeah, dude, with I the legs on it. Shit, I got dude. it outside, dude. I'll oh, pull the trailer yeah. down. Well, I'll show it to you. It's so hell fucking yeah. sick. I love that. He fucking just cut thing. it out of a tom, didn't he? Just made yeah, it out dude. of a tom. Yeah, Wait, but I'll have to show you how he did it. I actually have a video of the construction and everything. Oh, okay, dude. hell yeah, dude. I, I like Micah. We he's talked with him I've about doing some stuff about, about doing the same thing, but with like a rack tom, just mm-hmm. because I want like a deep, a you know, deep that, well snare. What, what do you use? What do you use as your uh, rack tom now? What's your size? Uh, I've got uh, twelve. 
14, and then I got like those, those are the two rack times. Okay. And then I got two floor times. I was going to say they. Eight, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16. He has three my racks, eight, two floors. Okay. My eight inch one, the, I, I need to get screws for yeah. it though. Cause, and, you, and you want something on legs? I don't know. Like, I, I've seen that and I saw your live stream mm-hmm. yesterday about it. And I was like, look, I was like, I don't know, you know, cause I'm so used to using just a normal stand and right. the way you were talking about it on your live stream dude. about it being so much more room. Dude. I don't know. It's, I, I, I'll, have to, hey, I'd have I'll to tell you what, out. we'll set up a mini kit. I'm when we're, so we're, we're done here. Let's <laughs> set up down. a little mini kit. We're well, with I'll, dude, I'll show, I'll show, <laughs> dude, your fucking mind's going to break. You're dude, like, I'm this, so this can't be fucking real. Yeah. It's the shit. Yeah. I'm, I, everyone listening, it's the coolest fucking thing I've ever, ever, ever had the chance to like own. I could yeah. tell at the beginning of the video by your face, yeah. you were like, I don't know how to work this fucking phone, but yeah. let me show you yeah. this shit. Yeah, dude, I'm with it, it, man. So funny, dude. Dude, that- I think it's so sick that Micah's doing what he's doing. Dude, and like, I've been talking to him through messaging, dude. His goals are to the fucking sky, dude. Yeah. I think he, he needs to get a patent officer in his back pocket because the, the ideas that he fucking has, man, are... Is it really? Yeah. Of course it is. It's like sunny and rain is su- summer Fucking storms, Arkansas, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait five Arkansas. minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so you guys are playing some shows, mm-hmm. but you're going to focus on the album. Is there a like a tentative time of year this might come out, or are we looking at next year? What's it's that? probably, man, the way that it's going right now, it's probably going to be early next year before it releases. Okay. But as far as the writing goes, so... You you can you can you can you can give me some input on this. So, according to industry professionals, <laughs> the smart way to go now with streaming platforms and the way that kind of the music industry is going, apparently, and I I kind of agree with it, but also at the same time, I don't. So, anyways, they're they're saying that nowadays it's smarter to do more singles and EPs yeah. than to do albums, but. My thing with that is, is if you're doing albums, which I'm not going to name any band in particular here because I, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but if you're releasing full-length albums and every song sort of sounds similar and you're, you're putting a lot of, of flair and effort into those one songs, but you can tell what songs are kind of filler songs on certain right. people's albums, on albums yeah. then yeah, no one's, no one's really going to listen to the album front to back. They're going to pick their favorites and go... But if they, you're they, spending your time, done that really though, yeah, yeah. But my thing is, is like All Shall Perish is Awaken the Dreamers uh-huh. album. That's my favorite deathcore album of all time, and I I don't skip songs right. front to back. So for me, it's just I guess it depends on the level of effort. But when you're when you're kind of growing, I think it is smarter to do the. EPs. I think it's more of a, just a marketing thing, man. People yeah. like we're actually. I have, I have this weird theory that the music industry is actually taking steps backwards. That's the that that's the way it used to be, man. Johnny Cash and shit, all these bands, like their albums would come out, but that wasn't really the big focus. They'd be in a studio cutting the fucking vinyl in real time mm-hmm. to a machine, and then somebody would take that A and R or whoever would straight take, across the road, literally right yep. across the fucking street to a radio station, and immediately start playing it. It's yep. the it's the old version of what we have now. But the thing about that is, is it's progression, and it seems like it's backward progression. But my take on it is nowadays it's just all about content. And staying or, relevant. Or maybe that standard was the standard we should have fucking kept. And that whole thing that blew up the music industry where every band was just dropping full albums was the wrong way to do it. Yeah, honestly. And I I, I agree with it. Only time will tell. Because yeah, if yeah. this stays the way it is, 
I mean, dude, they did it that way for fucking decades. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of shifted into full album releases. But bands were bigger. The style was wilder. You know, They were selling getting, more physical copies. Well, yeah. More more people on earth means more people are going to come to your shit. Well, oh, that's a Less streaming issue. platforms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, I think <coughs> um, Spotify doesn't pay great. But <laughs> I don't dog shit. I don't think it's as bad as what most other like. No, it's no, not they're fantastic. The, they're the worst. No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not great by any means, and it is bad. But it's also if you're putting out consistent music and getting those new streams, because it, it, a song in its first couple months is going to get more plays. Sure, always per yeah. yeah. So that's where it makes sense to me right. to release stuff more often. So I'm leaning towards more of because right now we there have. Are- we have we have six songs right now, and one of those is the one that I sent you that's not like fully done. Right. So I'm torn between writing one more mm-hmm. and like an album intro, calling it, yeah, and just doing like a shorter one versus finishing up the album, which is most likely what we're going to end up doing. And if that happens, it'll be early next year by right. the time that everything's ready to go when we drop. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. That's so like late winter, maybe spring. Hopefully, we will be posting like. Teasers, Teaser videos, stuff, yeah. and and we're planning we're planning at least one music video <laughs> for our next single, um, and once we drop that, we're we're not going to drop that until the rest of the album's written, right? And we I work really closely with the guy that's mixing and mastering our album, Phil Pluscota of okay. Sonic Assault, um, and like he's basically helping produce as time goes. So I send him stuff and he gives me okay. feedback and nice. Um, so with him. I, I know that once he gets our stuff, he's probably going to crank it out as absolutely fast as possible. Cause most of those guys do, he's I mean, just that's their job, like legitimately yeah. stoked on it. Yeah. And it feels really good to, you know, so once, once he gets all of it and we get those mixes back and, you know, we figure out what we're going to do for pre-orders and all that, right. it'll be pretty quick after that. That's how it was with the EP yeah. anyway. So we don't really have a tentative date right now. I'm hoping by the end of the year, we'll have everything done. And, and cause once all the songs are written, it will track all the songs are written. We'll probably take a month. For everyone okay. to jam everything and yeah. get everything done, and then we'll come in, finalize one weekend, and then the next weekend yeah. we'll stay three or four days, track the whole thing. Boom. Sweet. So, yeah. So, I, I, long story short, now we don't really have like a exact. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of roundabout. Now the approach is good. Yeah. And I, I get the whole like spreading it out thing now because it's like one song will last. Most people only listen to a couple any fucking way. Mm hmm. And they're, you're going to get tossed in a playlist, so it's just going to come around. Yeah. And then you drop that next new song, and oh, fuck, another new one. Wow. Yeah. People just like new shit. Well, that's, that's a good thing that Spotify has done, is they've opened up... They, those curated playlists. Yeah, they've actually yeah. made those... Like, you can you can <laughs> apply for it. It's not just you randomly get picked. You actually put your music in, and, right. and they can do that. And I know that having to go for gold and pass comfort. It's badass. Yeah, which is... When that happened, I was like, that's that's so sick. I love seeing bands from our area. Cause I love both those bands. People don't... Like, when, you, when people listen to us, and they're like, yeah, these guys are really good. Where are they from? And they find out where we're from. They're like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that they this kind of stuff even existed. And there's a lot of talent here, man. It's insane, dude. Arkansas's filled with it, man. It's insane. Filled with it. Yeah. It, I mean... You go to you go to a local show and watch bands that are, you know, not in like a shit talky way, but bands that are taking themselves serious and actually wanting to do the damn yeah. thing. They're killing it, bro. They're killing it. It's I've insane. seen some of my favorite bands on earth, dude, have existed right here. Yeah, and they're so fucking talented. And then they just, you know, time goes on, life happens, and then the, their break doesn't happen. So then they just kind of go on with life, and you're just like, fuck. That's where the location kind of gets you. Fuck. But, That's the one downside to being here is a lot of people just don't pay attention. 
Dude, the bigger the bigger of a group of people that we have that are trying to make it happen yes. and putting those bands on Front Street. That's right. Because I, I feel like we're everybody one... helping everybody, which is kind of a new thing you're seeing, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. I've been saying that shit for a long time. Definitely. If we all bring each other up, someone's going to fucking get there. And at least we can be, be proud of that. And then there's more not... eyes on the area. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Man, I, I talk. I, everyone that I talk to that's involved with the scene here, I tell them, man, if you ever need anything, hit me up, and that's, that, right. that's legitimate. Like, yeah, you told me that like yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I, and I, and I know that a lot of people say that, and I know that there's a lot of like, what, what do they call it, sunny day people that are like, yeah, I'll help as long, sure, dude. If you need help and you hit me up, and and I, I'm never gonna lie to you, and I'll be honest with you and tell you whether I can or not, but I'm most likely gonna tell you yes, or I'm gonna offer some sort of help. Like with the right. benefit show, we 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 didn't get on it. Uh, I tried, but it, we tried too late. I, one yeah. of my friends was telling me to hit you guys up, but yeah. I was like, I know that people get annoyed when you're hitting oh, up about shows. That's how it is, man. That's so, just how that shit goes. But I was like, you know what? We can't. We can't play it. We're gonna make a donation. Yeah. I don't remember how big of a donation we made, but I know it was it was over two hundred. No, I know it was crazy. We wanted to do more, man. The plan was yeah. to do more, but uh, I think our van fucked up or something. Damn. You know how that. You know how that shit I do. goes. So we, we made the repairs, but as far as like the scene goes, man, like anything. Yeah that I can help with or my bandmates can help with, man, like 100%, like hit us up. If you don't have me on social media, hit our page, like, right. And, and we're there as, as much as we can be. I like that, man. That's what yeah. I'm trying to do with this whole thing too. It's just like, yeah, let's make shit a reality. Yeah. No, you this know? is dude. I, I'm not, I don't blow smoke up people's asses. <laughs> like that's one thing about me, dude. And, and I know that a big part of it's being a vet, but like, I don't hype people up. Like right. if, if I don't like what you're doing, I'm not going to pretend that I do. Right. I'm not yeah. going to be a dick to you. I'm still going to support you. Sure. But I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass and tell you that it's good. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. No, fuck that. Yeah. And I can't stand whenever people are Honesty's like, yo, is the best policy, man. Six set, bro. And it's like, mm, are they your friends? Yeah. Well, was it, was it really a really good set or was there things they can work on? This thing is I'm my worst. I'm my worst critic. Man. Me too, dude. I fucking, I'll shit on myself. Harder probably than even a person who doesn't even like my band, dude. I can't <laughs> tell you how many times we've played shows and like had phenomenal crowd response, and then I get off stage and I'm just mad because like yep. I fucked something up, and it just it kills it because you somebody's like great show and you're like yeah I guess you didn't hear me miss those five notes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't fucking paying attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when you fucking well, drop was a on stick their phone. a stick trick or something, dude, and then. Try to grab the other stick really quick, but you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm missing the I'm missing the metronome," and then you fucking knock all the rest of them out of the fucking <laughs> oh, stick. Oh, there, or there's the or there's the it the gets stuck, or yeah. then you pick up the one. I, I I either keep them in my hi hat leg or on my kick drum. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I, sometimes when I have it on my kick drum, I'll pull the stick up and the cymbal, and then I drop that one too. Yeah, or you, you do one of these, motherfucker. One of these real quick. And you go to grab it, and that sweat just yeah, Bling. yeah. Yes. Dude, I I have the I sweat like a diabetic. Drummer Me too, bro. Dude. Me too. I sweat so much. So through a show, my whole body's soaking wet. There's nowhere to like yeah. wipe the sweat off. Oh, so it's dude. Just like, uh, I don't know. Let's just yeah. pray and hope that they don't fly out of my hands. Dude, picks. Me and picks are the worst, dude. I, I ended up getting some really grippy ones, so I don't mm-hmm. have a problem anymore. But for the longest time, dude. Dude, I use. I had to switch too. I don't even know if I have one in here. I do. It's got a. It's got the grip, but it also has a hump. This is the exact same. Yeah, this is literally the exact same pick weight <laughs> or yeah, the seven threes. The yep. exact same picks I use, dude. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. I fucking love them, dude. These are the best, and they don't. They don't disintegrate. I've had this pick for months, and that's the worst damage I've done to it. See, mine because we. Do, I do a lot of like speed picking stuff. 
So mine mine kind of go bad after a few weeks, but still for a pick, that's yeah. Those picks are really good. I love them. Dude, they're called uh, wedgies. Yeah, yeah. You have to get them online though, which sucks. I wish our local music shop carries See, them. See what the fuck? Yeah, backbeat. I'd have known Jones that. I'd have sent you some money. And be like, yo, pick me up. Some well, dude, do, do that. Do that, <laughs> bro. Next time we come through, I'll bring you a. Fucking... I will because that's actually my last one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout out to backbeat, man. Because backbeat music in Jonesboro, Arkansas. If you're ever there. Dude, I've gone in there and just I've had to bug them and bug them and bug them because one thing about people that play music is there there's a lot of talk, right? And not a lot of like actually doing. But I've begged them time and time again to order me bulk sets of strings because yes. we play extended range. I play an eight string, and uh, I really like the Ernie Ball uh, skinny top heavy bottoms. Yes, and you cannot bulk order those as like an individual person. They finally did it, and I came out there and dropped the money, and he was like, hey, if you need anything else, let me know. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to get me a box of those picks, dude, and I will pay for the whole box, and I will give you half of it. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, if I ever had like a custom pick made, it would be on a fucking wedgie. Oh, dude, I'm not I getting mean, any done until I can. Dude, like, yeah. These are the sickest. I don't know, that little bitty hump with that groove in there, man. If you get that thing seated in there properly, mm-hmm. all night. It doesn't matter how sweaty. Yeah, I, all night. I fucking love them, dude. Love you them. can... Um, and if it starts to get too sweaty, you can flip it. That's flip right. Up on the opposite side, uh-huh. and it's even more grippy. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, great minds. I didn't think we were going to nerd out on picks. So that's great. <laughs> I, I was sitting here thinking, like, when you pulled the pick out, I was like, yeah, that definitely looks. And then I, I you said the hump, and I was like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, dude. Dude, I got that from. Uh, I was at an under oath show, man, and uh, that's the same shit Tim McTague uses. Oh shit! And he threw one out. And I just saw it on the fucking floor. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, nobody wanted that. That's this mine. a gift from God. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, so I started actually, you know, cardinal sin. I started using it because yeah. I was like, this is weird. I've never seen this I before. I have a so strain when I've used that. I don't care. So, so I'm playing on it. And I'm like, this is badass. But he plays with the thick, the one mil. I don't, I'm like, that's oh, too much no. for me. But I pick really I, hard. Thankfully, the name is written right on the pick. Yeah. So I was like, wedgie, huh? And I looked that shit up and then bought some. Dude, Backbeat has an entire <laughs> shelf that spins with these little bitty drawers. They're probably like yep. one inch by eight inches long. Old school, and man. Yeah, you just pull them out. And I've, I've gone in there because I bought like the the thin size, medium. I just bought one of everything right? because I like just the grip. Just test them out too. The seven threes were perfect. I went in there and got the whole, I got a bag of them at my house, man. That's so sick. I love them, dude. That's so um, sick. I kind of wanted to plug this too because I, I know a lot of people around here listen um, I co-own Colossal Studios with Dalton. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Um, I, I figured that you would. Yeah, but I co-own that with Dalton. Um, I, I don't do any of the mixing, and I do mixing, but I don't do mastering. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm working on that, and I'm not good enough to offer it or charge anyone. Yeah. But I do Same. have. Yeah, I, I do have a I do have a really good interface. Uh, I, I have an audience i14. It's not sweet, huge, but it's a really good interface. Yeah. Uh, we have an SM7B. Uh, I have a cloud mm. lifter, which you don't need with that interface, but we have it. If we do some microphone, that SM7B, they say the cloud lifters. No, like, with another one, when you do, but the Audion i14 has a built-in driver. Oh, really? Dope. It's dude, it's insane how good that thing is compared to the cloud lifter. Because the cloud lifter's really it's, good. I, love I, it. I wish with all of me I could afford that kind of shit for in here, man. Because like spoken on all those high-end podcasts, they yeah. all use them. Oh yeah, that's where they get the fidelity from. I'm yeah. like, it's that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That and yeah. the SM7B, man. Yeah. The audio quality on those are insane. S- especially spoken word and screaming. God, they handle screams yeah, so dude, good, dude. That mic is just it's a powerhouse. We got that one, and I had never used one before, right. other than just at a studio. Mm-hmm. And we hooked it up, and I mean, dude, it just yeah, they're insane. Yeah, this might be the hype one is, of the best mics real. ever made. Yeah, the hype is the hype is so yeah. true on those. But anyways. 
I I track I will track any local band to Arkansas mm-hmm. for free. Damn. For free. If you need MIDI programmed, you can ask Eric. You can ask any of my bandmates. I write all of the bass. Everything that you've heard the drumming on it, I yeah. wrote oh, okay. and programmed. Um, I can program your MIDI for you. I can play bass. I can program MIDI bass. Uh, we can track your guitars. If you're struggling with the part, you can teach He's it to me. He's hella good at I, it. I'll so help y'all you. And it's oh, free, so dude. so you do actual like uh, uh, sit-in like uh, session. I whole session everything. Session what, if you come to me and you have an idea, I will help you bring you it get to it life. Because I want, I, there's so much talent in this area. And the thing that I've learned over the years of doing it is the people that have the potential to be the best at something mm-hmm. usually come from the worst circumstances of being able to do that one Almost thing. always, man. And I feel like myself, yeah. you from, from you talking and him, we all come from places where you would never expect us to do music on the level that we've done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you're out there and, and you're struggling with the band, I do ghostwriting. Uh, I only do ghostwriting for heavy stuff. So if you ever want some heavy deathcore, <laughs> yeah. hit me up. I got yeah. you. He's definitely got that shit on lock. <laughs> uh, and I mean, but as far as the, the recording goes, man, I, I can, I know how to mix the stems down to send them to whoever you get. So if you come to me and you track, you'll walk nice. away and all you have to do is give me an email address of a studio engineer. That's going to mix and master, mix and master it, it. Yeah. And I will send them the stems in a zip file and, anything that they need from then on you got it that's fantastic man so and it's free I'm not doing it to build a portfolio I don't care about that I just want to help bands get professional music because that's a big problem around here is bands it's hard man they they churn out demos and they don't know any better and what they don't realize is is with today's climate in the music industry it's gotta be one really bad production release you push it people won't take you serious anymore it's kind of weird yeah, kind it's unfortunate because I actually like the lo-fi demo style. That's like I'm a what, fan of it. Yeah, that's the I MySpace like days, dude. Live tracked. Everyone was in a room. You ran it through a thing, and then you processed Rockstar the Rockstar fucking yeah, yeah, USB man, microphone. Shit, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, like, but with today goes like how like no, I get it. People I mean, are it's yeah. all about the times. Mm-hmm. You gotta and you gotta adjust and fit yourself in because if yeah. you want to, if it is really what you want to do, then you you have to play by the rules. Mm-hmm. And if the whole ass rule system is this well then you have to just do it yeah and and my biggest thing too is while the money from spotify and other because we we all say spotify but you're not directly uploading to spotify you're going through a distributor a a distributor and i know you know but yeah you know you're going through distributor and it's going for us we go to everything possible through uh tunecore that's who i use use. tunecore yeah distro kids another one that's distro kids really good cd baby i've heard is really good i've heard good things um but you know and so having a professionally produced song you can submit it to be put on a, a spotify playlist yes and if you only have one single out but it has hundred thousand plays because it got put on Spotify's playlist. Right. And unbeknownst to you, the song you wrote was a total bop and everyone's into it. <laughs> then your band can get a decent amount of money from that one song enough yeah. to a couple hundred bucks over the course of a couple months. Right. To fund the next single. And then provided you're sticking it back. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be smart with your yeah. money. But I'm saying as far as like, if you're serious about it and you don't have a lot of funds. Right. I will. I don't give a shit if it's your third album. I will track yeah. you for free That's and awesome, send it man. to whoever, man. That's a hell of a deal, yeah. dude. And I've have a pretty big house. Like y'all better tip this man if y'all hit him up for that. Don't even ask him. I'm not gonna say it. no. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no, but I, it's definitely not. Give him a coffee mug or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll definitely take the coffee mug, dude. Dude, I'm a mug. Case life. of bangs, dude. Mug life, baby. <laughs> yeah, I love 
coffee mugs. I, I had the world's coffee. best boss one for so long, dude. <laughs> fucking, it got broken, dude. Dude, that's good shit. So, uh, I don't know, man. Are you doing, uh, how, how is the studio thing going? I, I kind of wanted to get in there, like, touch base on it. Because, you know, I yeah. had uh, Dalton on already. And oh, I know. I listened to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun, man. Yeah, no, He's I, a good I guy. fucking love Dalton, man. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. I went and saw Levels playing uh, with Go for Gold down in Hot Springs. You're talking about the, the Maxine show? Mm-hmm. We were going to get on that, but the guy ended up wanting to stick with somebody a little closer. Which I get it. Yeah, just to drive up the numbers. It was his, I think that was actually his first or second show back. Yeah, Don, took, that's what Dalton was telling yeah. me. and Because he asked us what we were wanting. He's just playing it safe right now. I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Like well, you got to get your feet back in the waters, and so you, you're just like, all right, who's popular around here? All right, let's get, let's try that. You know, no, I mean, for us, it was just a guarantee, right? Dalton asked us, and I was like, I mean, man, to go to Hot Springs for it to be worth like 150 at least, because we have a we have a 99 Ford E150 Econo line, the Econo, conversion yeah, van. It's yeah. got the TV and Sick. all that shit in it. So I mean, that Sick. thing fucking drinks gas, dude. Oh yeah. So we we were asking 150, and then Dalton was like, "Well, I don't," uh, and I was like, "We'll do it for free, dude. I don't give a fuck. Just let me know." <laughs> but <laughs> I know. As far as as far as popularity around here, definitely Go for Gold is going to bring more people out. It was a good show. It was a good oh, show. I don't but I, I I actually didn't know that they were running everything through a laptop now. Who? Levels. Levels? Oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I was like, dude, that's fucking like their amps, everything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Dalton uses um, plugins for all of their distortion and everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it all dude, kicks in when it's man. supposed to. Yeah. I was like, that is some baller ass shit. He is the one that I go to when I have questions about shit. He's the I, reason yeah. we have click tracks, just all yep. that, man. So, yeah. It, is, it was kind of impressive that that lowly little laptop handled all that shit because it even. It's while they're playing, the samples just come in yep. right when they're supposed to. Yep. It's the exact same like, way we do. We just don't seamless. have the distortion on there. Right. Yeah. But man, I, I, Levels is just insanely talented, man. There's, I love those guys. It was a really good show. I do not doubt it. <laughs> it was really good. I hadn't seen them in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got, I went through my old man phase when I hit like 30. Oh yeah. I was just like, ah, stay home and blah, 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 blah. I'm back out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'm, I'm back out there. I'm going to more shows. I've been to more shows this year than I have been long time. Yeah. Man, I, I can't fucking say it enough, dude. I hate living so far away, bro. I fucking hate it. Did, did, well, you said you just bought a house. Did thought ever cross your mind before you bought out there to come closer? No. No? No. I, without putting too much of my personal information out there, I got over a 2,000-square-foot house for under $150,000. Yeah, like you ain't going to do that here. Well under <laughs> yeah, $150,000. Yeah. And that's with fenced-in property, the basement, a, yeah. a, gar- a garage. That same house here would run you about two fifty. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. And... and it was just the town I live in is really nice. That's cool. Jonesboro's expanding like crazy. It's it's yeah, literally going to end up being like Fayetteville. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They're trying to hit all the all the towns that are known here. There's just like these massive building projects going on all around. Not nonstop, yeah. dude. Nonstop. When one's done, another huge one starts. Every like, time I I only go to Fayetteville like every couple of years, but every time you go, it's like Jesus, new fucking city. Yeah, dude. Fayetteville's it's insane. So nice. Fayetteville and Rogers are just exploded. It. it if you live in Little Rock and you're not at Vino's every fucking chance you get, you're ungrateful, dude. Like, that's just that's well, how I feel, man. I actually haven't. Uh, I've been back and seen a few shows, but I actually haven't played since. Yeah. The this show right here. Oh shit. We need we to just, get something going, man, bro. We just try to. We just try not to oversaturate ourselves because we did. We that's smart. That's why we broke up the first time. Yeah. Because we were just playing every fucking chance we got, and it was really. It's kind of stupid. Locally, yeah, it, because you just level. hit a point where people are like, "Oh God, man! Like, how many like times them again?" Yeah, we we've seen your set. Yeah, like, so <laughs> now we want to keep it special. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we always try to do new shit for every show. Mm-hmm. Like last night, playing fucking Maxine's, we had our entire light rig in there and it was stupid. Like there's no reason. Yeah. But we did it anyway. Just, and it was badass. Sometimes you do shit <laughs> for no reason. You know, you just do it. That's the best way to do it, man. Y'all's light show is, is so fucking, that's why I hit you up about the lights, man. Cause I would love to get something going like that, but. Dude, I can show you all that shit. I got it all right to, outside. Yeah. I, I really want to see a lot of it to see exactly mm-hmm. how, see it how it works. See how it functions. I'll show you. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't want to really do a whole bunch of colored lights. Just maybe some, but. You want some accents yeah. for sure. Maybe even if you just put them behind your shit. Yeah. To like go up the wall. I'm saying like what y'all do, like more kind of a. Yes. Like yeah. more in your face, white. Exactly. Like blackout that, approach. That shit yeah. is sick. Yeah. Um, it adds to the spastic nature. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it just takes your show to well, the that's next what i level. try to tell people i think I, I i hope i worded it right but basically you take your sound and you think about it in terms of a light with us it's chaos so the most chaotic thing would be the the difference the black and the white boom boom and you're switching mm-hmm. between the two clack, yeah. clack, clack, and it's just all over the thing so it's just like, like the theatrics in it yeah and yeah. it definitely amplifies that sound so if you're like a cool jazzy like one of the coolest fucking things i ever fucking saw on a light show and this is going to sound hysterical but i worked at the village so i saw a lot of acts but michael fronty hey what's going away gonna find out i don't even know i'm the sure words. i've heard it oh it was on yeah. like every fucking thing i'm sure I fucking homeboys heard it. light show was lamps yeah really? they wired up a bunch of lamps to work through a dmx controller that's so sick and a fucking light guy with a full light board was controlling just Probably forty lamps on stage. I wonder how many antique shops they had to go to. Dude, to get and the they fucking... were all like, you, you nailed <laughs> it. So they were all sick, like dude. different antique oh, style. You can't do like up to date lamps. It wouldn't be no, fucking it would cool. Look like yeah. Shit, people were like, what? What are you modern? Home you go building? to IKEA and <laughs> yeah. fucking buy them out of house and home, dude. That's an important top man. You gotta you gotta focus on. There was another band. It's like, uh, like a like an indie band, like a jive like a jivey indie band. Like fucking get the Christmas tree lights that have the flow. And just make a, like the, just make a big ass backdrop of those ones that just kind of like rain. They that have that rain effect so built in. So sick, dude. And while you're playing, and people would just be fucking vibing hard, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's all about setting the. It's just about atmosphere. Well, and people think like lights. You when you say the word lights to especially an inexperienced person, you think big money. It's foreign because you're so fucking yeah. used to watching these bands with hundred thousand dollar mover. Like each one of those is pyrotechnics, like pyrotechnics and shit. And shit. And yeah, it's like nah. Yeah, you can you can make your own. Every light show we've ever owned, minus the movers we have now, mm-hmm. was completely homegrown. Yeah, we did it. Oh, we went to fucking Home Depot. Said, "What do we want?" Figuring it the fuck That's out. It, yeah, man. I'm about that shit, man. That's literally <clears throat> our our live rig is because we have thanks to levels. You know, Dalton always mm-hmm. fucking inspiring me. We have one big rig now, and our inner monitor systems That's at it. the top of it, and all of our like uh, mine and Lucas's pods like pod we have the pod hd pro rexes right. or whatever that that's in there our power amps are in there uh our basis actually just got the alpha and omega dark glass 900 watt head really that thing is fat fucking son. if you've been thinking about yeah. buying one but i haven't but i know what you're i'm not talking about you i'm yeah. saying anybody, anybody listening, listening to this make yeah. the move that bitch is worth it dude it's yeah. insane we just upgraded our rig or Cody upgraded his rig. I say we. we yeah. didn't do shit. He did it. Yeah. No, I got you. <laughs> he dropped a whole bucket of money on that fucking it's thing. It's real easy to do one of these and only get one oh, thing. <laughs> he hit the mark. He got the head, the cab, and the base. Yeah. He did the trifecta, man. I was like, dude, are you homeless now? Or yeah. like, what's the deal? Just making it happen. See, he yeah, had man. a um he had one of the red was it Mapex? PDP? Uh no, it was a it was a fucking PV. 
Like it was a PV like starter kit. PV oh, drums? PV? Yeah, it was PV. Nice. He had that whenever he joined and we were like, you know, whatever. It it'll work. Doesn't matter, yeah. And throw some good heads. It on worked it. long enough for us to write rotting. Yeah. And then we went and tracked it with with Dalton and Rob and Conway. Mm-hmm. And then uh like right after that, like after I think it was after we released the single. It wasn't too long after. Yeah, it was it was somewhere a, a, after going and okay. tracking that song. Uh we got that uh PEB kit. I'm a, I'm a Facebook marketplace warrior. And and if you're not, you're, you're missing out. Cause especially around here, people buy a nice shit and never use it never and then sell it. it, bro. That's why you always go to the Goodwill in the nice neighborhoods. Dude, we go to Goodwill at least once a fucking they week. Got flat in screens in the motherfuckers, dude. It's crazy. And they're like, Oh, we'll take uh three pennies. If yeah. you, if you got that in your, if not, you can just have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on Facebook, this guy was selling the, the PDP, uh, concept maple X seven kits. They're a thousand dollars brand new. I have one. You do. I have the 24 wood grain. Five hundred bucks, brother. Hell the yeah. The whole kit. And he's like, I've used it eight times. That's fucking the fucking heads on it were still, still brand PVP. new. They were yeah, they were still probably. Hey, those were good heads, man. Those we were just replaced made. them. <laughs> were, we, yeah. It took that long yeah. to replace them. Fine. Those were good heads. I'm an idiot and dropped a piece of metal into one of mine, mm-hmm. so I just went ahead and you know, whoop, all right, we gotta get new ones. Yeah. Whatever. And so then you get them on and you're like, oh, oh dude, a long time ago. <laughs> Dude, I, that's the thing, because the drums, they it's not like strings where they deteriorate mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck, these sound like shit. Yeah. Drum skins take so long. That, uh, you don't even, you don't you even don't really even know notice that, it. It takes yeah. so long that you don't notice that your shit's all flat. Then you get that yeah. new head on there and it's like, boom. See, he's been, boom, he's been working like, on double fuck. strokes for, for uh-huh. bass drum. And I was just noticing with the other one, it just felt like it wasn't rebounding as much. Yep. Did we put that new head on there and he kicked Dude. it a couple times yep. and he's like, man, I don't even want to do double strokes. This kick sounds so fucking good tuned low with the, uh-huh. with the new head on it, man. They lose their tension, man. Even though they're on there and they're tight there, there's a, there's a retention in that mm-hmm. plastic that it, the re, once the rebound's gone, if you're having to physically push, like push down, yeah. it's, it's done. Yeah. The man, head's done. You're supposed to do big bands. They change them out every two to three shows. You can fucking if you can afford it, I guess. Well, it's Go free for, for them. Man, yeah. They ain't affording shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. If you're getting it for free, fuck it. Why fuck not? It. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's easy to say fuck it when you're getting it for free, but when you're dropping a hundred bucks on just just the the beater side of the drums, you oh, know yeah, what I mean? my my kick drum head is seventy five dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, something like. Do you that, use dude. the EMAD? Uh, I use the EMAD too with the thick pad for the extra be a, dampening. Be a, ain't it an aquarium? I think Super I kick? looked at that one at a, at backbeat and mm-hmm. doesn't it have like it, like on the, the inside of it, it's where you could put like a pad. It's a foam ring. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, mine doesn't have that on it, but it has the overlap. Oh, okay. Where you yeah. can put it in there. That's, yeah. is that the super kick? I, I'm pretty I think sure it that's is, what it's actually. called. Yeah, this, it's like Super yeah, Kick cor- Two, maybe. Yeah, Super Kick Two. That's yeah, it. Yeah, something like that. That know. one's built for speed. Yeah, dude, it so, sounds yeah. so good. The Emad, you probably would stay away from that one. That one's more of a power head, yeah. and that's more my style. Mm-hmm. I, I do some double bass stuff, but not as a lot of it's just pop, pop. You know, yeah, just kicking the shit out of it. Yeah, which I actually, I'll show you. I, I fucked up my kick pedal last night, dude. The Man. axle, the axle is literally like. A fucking U shape for some reason. God damn, man. When yeah. when you fuck some pedals up, dude, that's like, oh, dude, it's like five hundred fucking dollars. Your for that heart's pedal. just like, yeah, oh, I was man. pretty upset, and it was a good show too. That's what sucks. It's like, <laughs> fuck, man, I want to be pissed, but I'm right now. <laughs> I'm confused. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I. It's a never-ending fucking quest of money, dude. Yeah, dude, go yeah, for it. I'm gonna steal one of it. these sprites. 
Sprite brought to you by Sprite. It's tasty, dude. It is tasty. Have you had the Sprite flavored Sprites yet, dude? Mm-hmm. The lemonade ones? We just <laughs> call them Sprite flavored Sprite because that's all it is. They were like, hey, whatever the formula is, double everything and put it in a bottle. And Seriously. dude, it makes these taste like flat. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's just double Sprite. Sprite flavored Sprite, baby. <laughs> it's literally, it, it says lemon lime. Lemonade I actually sprite. really don't drink that much soda, ironically. When you were like, oh, I like Sprite. I was like, okay. I try to get what the guests want. So, I mean, I would have I would have drank a beer, but I, I figured that I was going to be coming by myself. But right. He, he wasn't doing anything. Right. So I was like, hey, man, I'm going to guilt trip you into going on me because I don't want to <laughs> fucking drive by myself. <laughs> the trip home is going to be the worst part. Eh, we're going to we're going to stop at three folds in Little Rock before we. Delicious. Right. Yeah, dude. Get Kurt. Yeah, that yeah. Shit, dude. Me too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> First dumpling I ever ate with Kurt. I know Kurt's out three there somewhere fold. right now. Sad reacting some shit. Just like, you yeah, uh, know, he's in fucking New Mexico dude. right now. Yeah, dude. I saw they made that trip, dude. That's uh-huh. cool, man. But uh, we're going to wrap this shit up and go yeah, outside dude, and fuck around. Plug all your uh, things real quick. Uh, our Instagram is at Abimel Band. Spell that shit out. Uh, A-B-I-M-A-E-L-B-A-N-D. Um, Facebook's just facebook.com forward slash Abimel Band. Uh, it's Abimel on Spotify, iTunes, Napster, fucking <laughs> anything that you can imagine, dude, yeah. that's out there. Uh, we just released, well, I say just released, uh, last October we dropped a single called Black Clouds, Dark Mist. Uh, it's on all streaming platforms. It was released through Chugcore, so there's a cool little streaming video on their YouTube. Awesome. Um, and then we have another single 100% ready to go. We're just kind of waiting on the right time right to time. fully track it. Cool. But, I mean, other than that, man. That's... What about your uh, audio stuff? Uh, for me, I don't have a Facebook page for it. Uh, okay. You can add me on Facebook, Dakota Winders, D-A-K-O-T-A-W-I-N-D-E-R-S. There's two profiles. Just fucking add both, and I'll add you on all one right. of them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just... Feel free, absolutely, to send me a message. Um, if I don't respond immediately like I normally do, I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. You are really quick on it. So quick, in fact, a lot of times I'm like, shit, man, I feel I, that. I, I just, I got in a really good habit because I've missed opportunities yep. from not, and Smart. and I'm like, fuck that. If you hit me up and it's about something important, I'm going to get you back as soon as I can. That's, that's uh, awesome. And I don't mind phone calls. So Welcome. Y'all can add me too. I'm, okay. uh, I'm Eric Franklin, uh, you know, E-R-I-C. Drummer. I'm the drummer. You can't spell Franklin, then you know. Maybe know. it's just not get off social media. Yeah. <laughs> should, should look at some hundred. It's literally on the hundred dollar bill. You yeah. just grab one no, of those. Yeah, it's my, my great grandfather. <laughs> Google misspell it on Google, and they'll correct you. There you maybe. go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, dude, thanks for making the trip, guys. That's uh, dude, pretty badass. For thanks for the T-shirt sick, and the yeah. sick ass sticker. That I was not expecting it, and that's fucking awesome. Thanks for inviting us, man. I yeah, dude. Anytime, literally. We're, we'll have to do a round two for sure, especially when you guys put the album oh dude 100 percent, man I'm, yeah anytime yeah. anytime have to get some real beer then oh yeah dude do, oh yeah do it the traditional i saw way. the modello box when i walked in and yeah. i was like damn i should have told you <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it we'll get it next time yeah dude. we'll do it next time but uh we are Crashcast pod on everything and twitter's Crashcast pod one um so next week so this this is coming out tuesday I got a special one coming out Thursday, a bonus episode. And then next week we're doing my one year anniversary show. Uh, it's going to be really awesome. I'm not going to give away any details yet. Okay. I know, I know, you know, but it's going to be really cool. And I can't wait for that to come out. And, uh, we have a lot of new awesome shit planned. It's going to be really, really fucking fun. When we're this taking, podcast ends up like the JRE, y'all motherfuckers gonna wish you was <laughs> on the hype train at the start. We're, so. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rev shit up. Twenty twenty 
the rest of 2019 and into 2020 is going to be uh, I'm making I'm moves. Stoked for you, We're going to be making a lot of moves. I'll show you some of the some of the stuff. Oh yeah, uh, in secret. <laughs> be jealous out there. All right, that's it, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yeah.